Well, daggum. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well, daggum. I learned something today. Big shout out to everybody that's being uh, keeping up or that has been keeping up with the social media accounts, uh, liking and liking and sharing and commenting on things that we post. Uh, really do appreciate that. That helps get things revolving around for other people to be a part of the podcast and uh, find out what we're doing here so they can partake in the goodness that is well daggum. Um, we appreciate those that have rated and reviewed uh, through iTunes and Google Play. Uh, and Spotify, and I don't think you can actually rate and review on Spotify, but you can follow, and that'll let you know when things come along, and uh, there's our beautiful little doggy uh, letting us know she's here, keeping a guard out upstairs. Um, but yeah, if you're out there and you're listening and you want to and you want to leave a comment on the iTunes and things like that, go right ahead, uh, rate and review. It helps us out a little bit to get more uh, more status out there, so more people can hear. Um, you know, they hear what we got to talk about. It's just fun, uh, and it, uh, nothing's nothing big's happening off of it. But it is fun to to listen to people's stories in your spare time uh, when you're trying to get through the work day or uh, on a long drive. So make sure to share that with folks and get it out there and. Uh, We'll, uh, we'll keep on chugging along with that. Uh, in the studio, uh, live in the studio with me, uh, we have a good friend that has been on the podcast before, and it's my good friend, Zachary. Uh, is it Zachary or Zachariah? Or... We'll just go with Zach. Zach, okay. Uh, Zach. Good old Zach. Uh, <laughs> my good friend, Zach. Uh, we've known each other for quite some time since little kids, and uh, he'd come up to visit for a little bit, and I said, hey, let's pop on down into the teddy bear cave, and we'll get some cuddles out of the way, and then we'll record a podcast, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Zach took a trip here not too long ago with his wife and a bunch of family, um, and uh, I'll not tell you more m- much about it because I want him to tell the story because he has some good points about it. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and tell us about what happened this past summer. Well, um, it was in April, actually. Okay. And we decided to take a cruise. All right. Wife and a lot of her family. Right. So we were looking, trying to figure out where we want to cruise to, and um, they had a cruise going to Cuba. And nice, nice. Cuba is a place that till recently you couldn't go to. Right. And, you know, Until now, that, you can't go to again. <laughs> well, it was open for a minute. Yeah, there was a hot second there. We figured with the way the political climate's been, if we're going to go to Cuba, this might be the only chance we get. So right. we decided to do that. <laughs> <laughs> now you can tell the kids and the grandkids about it. So we uh, we got our cruise, and we had booked our excursion ahead of time. They, When you go on the cruise, if you've never been on one, you can book excursions while you're there and that's just a trip off the boat that you go do some specific thing right pull, also, in, pull in a port and take a little boat in or get off on a dock and then right go so, explore yeah i mean you can get off and do your own thing but uh it's never been it's a little dicey yeah <laughs> so we we decided we would do what you know the cruise line was liable for we figured they'd be pretty safe with that. right yeah and if they're suggesting it it's like yeah we'll do that one then yeah exactly <laughs> so we decided we were going to do this thing it's like a i think it was called like sights and smells of cuba or whatever no, yeah so it was like a bus tour and then you would 
go get to tour the cigar one of the cigar factories. They, they should call it the good sights and smells because <laughs> there's there could be a lot of smells in a foreign country that you're not used to being at. So there's a lot of smells in your backyard. Yeah, that's really tr- very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta gotta clarify for the good smells. Sometimes you go outside and you're like, I don't know what that is, and I don't think I want to know. I'm going back inside. So uh, we get on the boat. You know, no. the first day we're at sea, we're just hanging out on the boat. Right. We get into Cuba and we get ready for our excursion. Okay. So we get off the boat. It's kind of funny how it does. Your group that goes on your excursion meets in a place. They get you all together. They send you out. And we got, uh, they like kind of, we had somebody waiting on us to guide us where to go to okay. get on our bus. Yeah. So we go, we wait in the line, we get on our bus. We have our bus driver and we have a tour guide. Yeah. So as we're driving around, they're showing us a bunch of stuff. Now if you look to the left. That sort of thing. Yeah. So, one a couple of things that stood out to me really, like as far as historical stuff. Yeah, they have all these statues of people on horses. Okay, and I can't remember. They had different meanings, and I can't remember like some of them faced towards Cuba and some faced away. And I can't remember which was which. But like, let's say for example, all the ones that faced towards Cuba. Yeah, those people were Cuban. Okay, and the people the statues that faced away from Cuba. Those people were not Cuban, but they mm. helped out a lot in their so, in so whatever statue statues in remembrance. Yeah, of yeah. like people that were great allies to them and helped out. Oh, a lot. cool! Yeah, and they had the horses would have different amounts of like their hooves on the ground. So okay. I think if they were all on the ground, the person like survived. Oh, okay. You know, got through and it was no big deal. If they had three hooves on the ground, they were injured but survived. Oh, okay, okay. And the last two, I get kind of dicey, but I believe if it had two off the ground, they were injured and died later of injuries. Or and if it only had one hoof on the ground, it was a one-legged horse. <laughs> yes, and also I think the person died in battle. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> so they showed us that, and then there was uh, like this like watchtower lighthouse thing that was really cool. Yeah, there were there was something about a cannon where. We, they fired a cannon at nine o'clock every night, and you know they were te- the tour guide was saying, you know, if you want to come out and watch the cannon fire tonight, I'm like, I don't want to be <laughs> off the boat at nine o'clock. <laughs> Little tidbit on that: somebody had it, another person that did a different thing. Somebody had told them that oh, Cuba's really safe. Yeah, but you might not want to be out after dark. <laughs> <laughs> very safe, very very safe. And our guide tried to tell us that. No, it's really safe. No one will bother you because if they cause trouble for tourists, that's causing trouble for Cuba, and then that person will get in a whole lot of trouble. Right. But, you know, people say a lot of things. <laughs> it's what it's whatever gets the most, ooh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so, and of course, they're, you know, we're, everybody in Cuba is a government employee. Uh-huh, yeah, technically. You know, it's a communist <laughs> country. Like, everybody, everything's controlled by the government. Yeah. So... We're going around. They showed us a few more things. Um, she were, was telling us a lot about Cuba. And at one point, she told us, "Now I'll answer any questions you have, but if anybody asks you who told told you that, it was we'll just say Steve. I can't remember what name she said, but she gave me some <laughs> random male name. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if they ask, it was Frank. <laughs> yeah, it is funny because this was right after she was talking about how great it is and everybody loves it, and then she's like, so." If I tell you anything, just don't let them know it was me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get Shanghai. <laughs> of course, so, that's, that's another expression from another country. But anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> Close enough, right? Yeah, yeah. 
historical it, facts. It's, it's across seas, too. <laughs> so we're going on the trip. We're on the bus going around, and she starts talking about their health care because they have uh, free health care. Oh, that's awesome, right? I keep saying communist. I think it's actually socialist. Oh. I, I don't know. They're uh, close enough. If so, you know facto, I'm mean. uh, your boss. <laughs> <laughs> so um, regardless, the government controls everything is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's talking about... I'm just white. W-H-I-T. <laughs> so they're telling us about health care, and she's like, oh, it's great. Everybody has free health care. You don't have to worry about it. You yeah. can get anything done. She goes, even the plastic surgery's free. Oh. She's like, if you decide you want to go get a boob job, you can get that totally paid for. Awesome. And it's funny how they talked about doing that, because yeah. it's not like you go in there and you're looking at a chart and you're like... Hmm, I like that size. Let's go with that. I think I'd like to go with this particular implant. Apparently, the doctor you go to looks to you and goes, hmm, this is the size that'll be best for you. (laughs) So this is what we're doing. Yeah. Mm, What do we have in the back? Yeah, yeah, you're a triple D. (laughs) (laughs) Two for one special. (laughs) Your lucky day. So, and it was kind of funny how they were talking about how the system works. So you don't like get sick and go to the doctor you get sick and you have a doctor living on your block or whatever okay you call them up and you're like hey i'm sick and they come check you out which sounds kind of neat at first yeah but then i'm thinking well you know what if like seven people are sick at yeah at the same time <laughs> and who's he going to go to first is he going to clean all this stuff right. before he goes to the next one and oh they you don't get medicine like they give you they prescribe medicine and then your your block's doctor has your medicine and he oh, okay. comes and gives it to you or something like you don't have it with you so it's like okay what if uh i'm supposed to take it at this time and yeah you know he, had to he take keeps it, it all <laughs> and gives you what what he thinks you need at the time and they were trying to tell us all this stuff about antibiotics supply. forget about it <laughs> well it's funny you say that because <laughs> not exactly antibiotics forget about it yeah they're saying because you know we have a lot of you know really great people that can do some really great stuff here because of the i don't know if you call it an embargo or whatever yeah. stuff can't get in or out yeah, i believe it's the embargo they um they had some people invent some kind of great medicine that is the way she talked about it i can't remember what issue it's for but it was like some kind of miracle cure for something oh wow and i'm like hmm how come i've never heard of this yeah it's so amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we got to keep it a secret and keep it for ourselves right so, so people want to come get it but we're going to tell every tourist that comes here about it so. oh yeah yeah um so some know it as weed um <laughs> <laughs> some sort of pill i don't know what it was so there was that young living so the way they talk you're like man you hear all this stuff about free health care and it sounds great yeah we'll get into when i actually saw the hospital (laughs) in a little bit so i we'll just go ahead and talk about that one of the stops well not really a stop we drove past their hospital and she was just taught had been talking this place oh yeah this is one of our top three specialist facilities in all of cuba if you, if you got something wrong, this is where you want to be. Yeah, like, this is one of the best ones. And we're in Havana, which is, like, the capital. It's the... Yeah, the, the know, place to be, for it sure. It's the nice part of Cuba, basically. Yeah. And so we go by that, and I see that thing. And, I mean, you're familiar with 
how some of the small hospitals in rural towns are, yeah. rural communities are. Like, I, I know we're always <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to take an ambulance because then they're going to take me to this hospital yeah. and I want to go 30 minutes farther to get yeah. to a good one. I, I want to get good treatment, so I'm going to go a little bit further. Well, those pla- those little places look like five-star, like wow. top-notch hospitals compared to this place. <laughs> and this is one of their specialty hospitals. Right. So I'm like, oh, uh, I definitely don't want to... It's like, hey, I feel like I need a tetanus shot after looking at that place. <laughs> We're all just thinking, if if something happens, I don't care if my leg gets caught out, cut off. Like, <laughs> just get me back to the boat and let just, the just nurse on board yeah, help me out. I'd, I'd rather take my chances with her. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of sketchy there. And They also show us their uh, mall. This is one of their three nicest malls in all of Cuba. Cool. And it basically looked like... Do they have, like, roller coasters inside, like Mall of America and all that? Yeah, I didn't want to go inside. <laughs> I, I would suspect it'd be more like a carnival ride. If yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, like, three strip malls stacked on top of each other. Nice. You still, like, went in to go to it, but it just looked real, like... Real, real this janky. this is the nicest, I'm scared to see the <laughs> Then I don't need to go to the mall. <laughs> and it's not even that, that I care how nice places are. It's just, like, if you're talking about how great something is... I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that, and then they're just talking about how great everything is, and they show us some historical like planes and things. Yeah. And I mean, they just looked like old classic planes, and nothing. I mean, they looked really cool and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. the crazy part was they were talking about how they would use these things to um, smuggle people in for the revolution. Oh, okay. And I can't remember, but it was it was like a normal size plane that you'd see like a couple people in. Yeah. And they were like, we they smuggled like a hundred and some people in. This oh my god! I guess they just had them stacked in the hall. Yeah. Or but it, that was pretty yeah. wild. Let's take out all the seats so we can fit more people on top of each other. <laughs> I mean, I th- if I'm not mistaken, it was like one of those that you have like two, literally two people in it flying, and they're just stacking people down inside of it. Oh jeez. So I mean, but I mean, you get—I guess you're doing a revolution. You figure out how you gotta yeah, do you got to do, do what you got to do. That's right. So they showed us that part, and that was pretty interesting. And so I'm sure you're familiar. What are the things Cubans or Cuba is known for? Cigars, yeah, and the classic cars is what you. That's about. right. Yeah, the the old cars they can't get any new ones, so they have to run the old cars and just keep fixing them. Right. Yeah. And they were telling us a little bit about that. How. First, they you know they had the cars and they had then the cars started breaking. Yeah, they had especially since cars back then they looked awesome. Oh yeah, they killer were not killer styles, efficient or well made at all. They broke all the time. <laughs> a few a few good tons running around <laughs> like a freight train. Yeah. yeah, that was back when gas was pennies. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, what's efficiency? Yeah, you get a mile to the gallon. It's all right. <laughs> so they. Like, they had parts for them to fix, and then they run out of parts. Like, I mean, it is pretty impressive how they were able to just, like, I, I just picture somebody sitting here looking at this part and, like, well, here's this carburetor. I need this thing to fit in this car. <laughs> and they just figured out how to, I need you know, a paper clip, some twine, and a rubber band. <laughs> I, I'd say they figured out how to fully make new ones, but I do like to imagine that it was, like, some kind of MacGyver kind oh, of situation. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. that would be more impressive. The only guy in town with a mullet, he's like, I can fix it. <laughs> <laughs> we all have that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You can fix it. Have you ever even seen this before? No clue what it is, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> Got an uncle like that. <laughs> we'll make it fit. I was just watching him fix a coffee pot the other day. <laughs> Pulled some wires apart. 
He's like, this thing doesn't need to be here. I'll take that out and it'll work. I was like, okay, it'll work. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Man knows his coffee. <laughs> so we're going around there showing us that, and we got to see the old cars. Yeah. And it was funny because they pulled into one spot, and our tour guide who talks about how safe it is says, looks at the driver says, no, just keep going. Just, <laughs> just keep going. We'll go look at some other ones. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so we don't want to be here. Either she saw something going down. Because <laughs> it didn't look that crowded. There. Right. So yeah. we got to some parts where we could look at the cars, and we got out and were looking at them and taking pictures and it's it's funny because people are going up to them and it's like this is a business yeah people that have a nice old car they'll pull it up to these spots where there's like 50 60 cars yeah there's several spots in havana where this happens yeah a little mini car show yeah basically because they know tourists are there they want to see that right then people go up to them they're like hey you can sit in it and take a picture for like five dollars yeah and so people were doing that, and we're like, we'll just take pictures for free. And that's yeah, good. that'll work. I'll walk by and snap a picture real quick while you're not paying attention. Oh, and that reminds me of one of the biggest scams there. Yeah. Was we went to, they're like, you have to exchange your money. So we go and we exchange our money to Cuban money. Okay. And they take a big, they take a good chunk out of it. Well, yeah, there's a surcharge. For exchange fee. Yeah. So we do that, and we get in there, and our tour guide's like, just so y'all know, we do accept American money. <laughs> American money is more valuable, but we have to, like, we'll go exchange it for Cuban money if we get American money. So, like, just think of it like dollar to dollar, Cuban dollar per American dollar. Yeah. And we're like, so we just... Did that for no reason. <laughs> and we got out more than what we needed because we were thinking we'd rather have too much because we can re-exchange it back. Yeah. And then we got hit with another exchange fee when we went back. Yeah. <laughs> so if Cuba ever opens up again and you go, yeah. you don't have to exchange your money. That, that was when we went to Europe. They have the, uh, was it the... Uh, the license for cross overseas kind of deal like you can go get a special license so that if you're overseas you can pull that out if you get pulled over and when we got over there we figured out you didn't have to have that (laughs) i didn't get it because i was like i don't plan on driving on the opposite side of the road because i don't want to kill us and um but then they were like oh yeah you actually didn't need to do that at all and then the guy that lived there he drove us around everywhere anyway so it was (laughs) glad i didn't waste that yeah there was (laughs) saved myself 90 bucks but yeah, they get you on stuff like that. Though. Oh yeah, there's all these little, not so much scams probably. But it's ca- I mean, it's kind of a scam. Yeah, pretty pretty good. It's it's. I don't think it's so much that somebody's lying to you, but they're just not going to tell you any different. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh yeah yeah you could use that. Sure, we'll exchange that money. That would be handy. <laughs> so we uh, we did that and we learned that the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we're driving around Cuba doing all the tours. We looked at the cars. Um, we saw the hospital. We saw their mall. Um, then we got to see their Capitol building. That was like a super nice building. Oh, cool! And they built it to look like a U.S. Ca- like the U.S. Capitol building. Uh, okay, okay. Except they had to build it two feet taller because okay. they wanted it to be taller than the U.S. Capitol building. <laughs> <laughs> and they told the tour guide told us that, and we're like, yeah. "That's hilarious." Two foot bragging rights. <laughs> it's like our. Our uh, capital's bigger than your capital. Yeah. Is basically what it like, was. Like, oh, good for you. <laughs> so, that was pretty funny. And then we got to see, you know, there were a lot of really cool old buildings. Yeah. And, I mean, a good chunk of them were run down. Yeah. And one thing they told us is, like, everybody has a house there. Like, they're basically assigned a house if they need one. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean it's a 
a good you house. Spot to live in, but yeah. you do have a roof over your head, I guess. That's nice, at least, I guess. And they also, <laughs> everybody is given a, a job. Okay. The government controls everything. They can basically make up jobs. Oh, okay. To give someone jo- a job. Which yeah. Seems good in one way because you're like, oh, everybody can have work. But yeah. then if you're just giving somebody a random job for nothing, <laughs> it kind of defeats the purpose of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. When you're making up something that really doesn't, it's not beneficial to right. anything. Yeah. And then they're just miserable doing it. And yeah. So our tour guide actually told us, they said, if you see someone begging for money, do not give them money. Everything's <laughs> provided for. They Everyone can have a job. Everyone is given like, they get like allowances of food. Okay. Like they can get this much of this thing and this much of this thing. Okay. Food stamps. No, like just you go pick up the food and they <laughs> oh, provide dang. you. Here is a bag of rice. Oh, okay. It is. And, but the way she talked, it didn't sound like it work so great all the time and <laughs> who would have thought not like i mean and when you actually have to buy something it's i think it's a, like a lot more expensive and mm. it's not like even in my little town yeah we have a store not too awful far away you can go to or go to a gas station pickup it is like an all-day thing for them to get to stores basically oh, okay yeah because i think like all, basically all the stores are in one section away from where people live yeah lot. okay so they're like don't <laughs> don't give people money. They, yeah. If they're not working, it's because they don't want to work. Basically, and uh, okay. we don't want to support that. Is what she told. Yeah, us. we don't want to. We don't want to encourage people right. just to beg. Yeah. So somebody tried to borrow money from, like, buy money off of me, and she told us that, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to. I'm just like, hi, I don't really understand what you're saying. <laughs> no, blah, blah. And he did something with his hands, and my wife thought he cursed me or something. Oh. But <laughs> I think he was just trying to motion what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I think he put bad juju on you. But so. We're going around. We saw all that stuff. We uh, then we we get to go tour the cigar factory, ah. which is something I was really interested in. Cause yeah, I just you you've know, always heard. Thing yeah, you've always Cuba. heard of Cuban cigars. And you walk in that building, and I don't smoke or anything, so I'm not really used to that. Yeah, that <laughs> big burst of smell of tobacco and the level of that tobacco smell like my i was getting a headache in, my head <laughs> in that place because it was like 100 degrees it felt like yeah in there too, so. right you and before we go in there the tour guide says okay we're going in the factory some people might try to sell you a cigar in there do not buy it <laughs> it is illegal for that to happen okay they won't get in trouble for it but you could oh i'm thinking I do not want to wind up in a Cuban prison. <laughs> no, not even a Cuban jail. <laughs> so yeah. we go in there, and then we have to, like, we're not allowed to take any bags or anything through the doors. They're, I guess they're afraid people are taking pictures. Yeah, well, just grabbing stuff, too, and filling in their bag. So our tour guys like, if you have a bag in here, I can watch it for you. I'll sit here, and I'll just hold everybody's bags. Okay. So we did that, because I just had a little drawstring bag, you know. Yeah, and, something just to pack some stuff around in. Yeah, I wanted to keep some water and some things like that yeah so yeah we left that with her and we go through and when we walk in there's this dude he's a pretty sizable fellow with just a suit like one of those earpieces with the cord going down <laughs> sunglasses just standing there did not move wow reminded me of uh in england those guys people always like go try to scream at because they're not the, allowed to the move. royal guard yeah yeah so it's kind of like that but way scarier like he probably would move if you bothered him too much. But he wasn't going to go out of his way to. Yeah, yeah. So we get through there, and it was, it was kind of like I see why they don't want pictures because the work conditions were kind of sad to see. Yeah, 
Don't want they, people knowing how bad it can be. Yeah, they have different people doing different parts. You know, you have people that are, they take the leaves and they're like stringing stuff off of them. Like, I think basically getting stems out. And yeah, stuff. yeah. And they divide it, sort them out by like color and size and different things. So they okay, have sorters, yeah. people taking it off of it. And they have people that are like wrapping them and rolling them up and all these different Yeah, just parts. all the process that it takes. Well, it's kind of neat too because in the factory, you know, like when you'll see those wood cigar boxes, yeah. we saw a big stack of just plain wood boxes because they'll, they'll make the boxes and they have people that decorate the boxes with the art and stuff you oh, see on there cool. too. So yeah. That was pretty neat to see. And they were telling us like there's different parts of the leaf, like leaves that come from the top of the plant or for one thing middle and bottom and I, I can't remember but basically one has more flavor okay. one has more nicotine so they're stronger okay and one produces more smoke or something so they do different mixtures for yeah. different types of cigars well yeah yeah we're checking this out we see these people and like i said it is hot in there yeah and super humid they're like half the people in there have a big cigar in their mouth because they're allowed <laughs> to smoke while they work so they're just lighting these things up yeah <laughs> and Sure, they get a little away. bit of a discount if they're making it. You know, just grab one and start lighting up. Uh, yeah. The way they are, I doubt they just grab one. <laughs> they seem pretty, uh, pretty picky about all that. <laughs> we we saw like got a glimpse of like they have like a cafeteria in there, and like you see people. I guess they bring their own spoon and fork and bowl or whatever, and they go in there and eat. But so that was interesting to huh. see. Well, yeah, because everything's provided, like you said. Yeah, <laughs> so they they just pop in with their own utensils yeah. and make it happen. Gotcha. So they. We go through that, and I made sure I didn't like make eye contact with anybody because I did not want to look like I was trying to buy something. It's like you're at the zoo. Like, Don't smile at the monkeys; they'll take it as a sign of aggression. <laughs> I was just afraid they were going to think I was trying to buy something. <laughs> so we go through and we see all that, and then they took us to a place where you could buy cigars and things like that. Yeah. And they took us to this restaurant thing where they showed us like how they like to light them with this certain branch and do this like ritual with it. And it was pretty neat to see. Yeah. And they showed us all that stuff. There wasn't anything major that went there. Well, in the restaurant thing, it was like outdoors. Okay. But you had walls and there were like trees and tiles and tables. So it was pretty neat. Yeah. Cute little quaint restaurant. <laughs> and the guy tried to get us to, he's like, oh, you one day price only we'll give you this special on this box of cigars here <laughs> and somebody else in our group i think ended up buying some of those kind because they were telling him like hey if you buy these here they're like five dollars a piece oh yeah in your country they're like thirty dollars a piece <laughs> And they tried to get him to buy this other cigar for like 30 bucks. It was like, in your country, this is like a $300 cigar. <laughs> it's funny because later he, he got some of them. Later he said, you know, I was in a store that sold those exact cigars I bought for like yeah. the same price I bought them. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. But. Uh, and they're making it there, so technically they got it for nothing. <laughs> I guess he got fresher ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably, yeah. That's a good point. And they were telling us, like, don't buy them. She said, I'll, if you want to buy some, I'll take you to a good place to buy them because people just try to sell them on the side of the street. She's like, you buy those on the side of the street, you're getting, like, it's not really a cigar. Yeah. It's, like, wrapped up like a cigar, but it's just... Full of, full of whatever they had laying around, yeah, probably. Yeah, just whatever plant they could put in it, basically. <laughs> probably a lot of grass, like, 
nothing's going to do anything to you <laughs> at all. Not like they're putting weed or anything. In there. Yeah, just nothing good. Just not whatever. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she said you should only buy the singles because if you buy boxes, you don't know how long the boxes have been sitting there. They right. might be dried out. Yeah. Anything to make a buck. I get it. Yeah. It's a good little hustle. Yeah, I mean, if I, you know, if I lived there, I'd be doing whatever I could to make a few extra bucks, too. <laughs> like, for example, somebody that went on a, that came with us that went on a different excursion. Yeah. They went to a restaurant, and somebody laid a menu down to him. He's like, oh, is this the menu for here? I'm, I, don't, I don't think I really want to eat anything right now. And he's like. No, no, no. This is the government restaurant. This is for my restaurant down the street, family owned. Like they're <laughs> where the government controls everything. They even have a black market on restaurants. Oh, geez. So he's like, I'm working here because this is my government job. Yeah. But I make nothing. But if I can get you to, it's probably basically his house. Yeah. If I can get you to come there and a I family owned you, restaurant, it's called my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, basically. And they, it's kind of scary because they're sh- definitely showing you what they consider the nice part. Yeah. And some of them were still pretty run down and yeah. sketchy. And when you go through some of, like, the residential parts, if you look down just, like, three streets back, it starts getting real sketchy real fast. Oh, dang. And they don't want you to see any of that. <laughs> so we got to see all that stuff. It was it was a pretty good experience. You know, it's, I got to see it. Yeah. Especially since you can't go there anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. But we got to see the cigar factory. That was that was one of the more fascinating things how all that works because it is quite a process i can see why yeah everybody's so crazy about them they do go through a big well and there's just supposed to be better because of the soil and the humidity and different things like that yeah, how it grows. and i'm i'm sure there's something to do with that because you know as well as i do you know any plant grows better in certain yeah environments. certain areas yeah but like it, it was pretty cool it was scary time. oh i forgot about when we went to buy souvenirs and there you go <laughs> so they have this big building and it's like an open air building that's like a market yeah and you go through and like you do not make eye contact unless you're trying to buy something because if they see your eyes they're they're, they're hooking on you oh buy this look yeah. it's, it's this it's this great thing and they're trying i mean there was a lot of cool stuff yeah but you also find you're like oh this is neat and then three booths down this is the exact same thing. So yeah. they figured out. Yeah, spread it out just enough that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when we went to Africa like that, there was a bunch of open air markets that they would uh, they would start. Hey, so what's your name? Where are you from? And they would start carving stuff into wood of your name just by like asking you your name. And they're like, Oh, here I fixed this for you. I, I hand carved this. You got to buy it now. And yeah, we had to haggle around and we got <laughs> it a little bit cheaper and whatnot. But at the same time, it's like, Well, we didn't want that in the first place. But we still have it in our cabinet of like, Oh, we got that from Africa. Or from, oh, it was Jamaica where that happened for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was neat. I mean, they had, like, shirts and stuff, which I don't really care all that much. Hey, man, if people would come to northern Kentucky like that, I would probably be out there carving some stuff oh, out yeah, of wood, too, too, and be like, hey, this is... i put on some bibbed overalls and a straw hat, like, hey, come on in, this is Kentucky, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just picturing people, like, going down to the store and buying Everclear and being like, here, this is moonshine. <laughs> Pour it in a mason jar, <laughs> like, I made that myself, it's pretty good. Here, I'll, I'll throw in this corncob pipe for free. Yeah. That's exactly what they would do, and that's basically the kind of stuff that's going on there, I'm yeah. sure. It's just a hustle, man. It's what you got to do. So I bought, like, a wooden mug that said Cube on it. Yeah. And, you know. Well, you're helping them out. Yeah, and, that's what I'm thinking. And you're and still getting something, something for it. For right, it. yeah. And then I bought this little box that was kind of cool that you can't really open it unless you know just the right way to hold it. Oh, yeah, a little so puzzle box kind of deal. Yeah, it was kind of neat. So I got some of that stuff. But 
Yeah. My wife was not a big fan of that part. That many people around you, and they're <laughs> yeah. just like coming up. And the anxiety of just crowds and not knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> and yeah. me, I'm like, I don't really want to haggle much because I'm like, I'm sure you're not really making much off <laughs> yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. I'll just instead of I'll just give to you get it for like eight, my money's probably worth more. I'll go ahead and give you <laughs> give you what you're asking for. I'm not going to haggle you down two more dollars on this box. <laughs> okay, I'll just give you the ten bucks. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's really cool, man. Uh, was there anything at the end of it that was a little, a little, or pretty awesome? I guess as far as cruises go and going to the area that you went. Uh, I mean, I I really like cruises. Just the fact that you can get everything taken care of ahead of time. Yeah. You, you know, you know when dinner is. Yeah. You have like the buffet all day. So well, like the and the boats have all. like swimming pools and oh, yeah. all this crazy, all the stuff you could want. Most of them have casinos inside of them and stuff like that to get have stuff to do. Yeah, and they. And a lot of people think, you know, well, I can't go on a cruise. I got kids. But we had people with us that had kids. And yeah. They had this thing called Adventure Island. Uh-huh. And at first, it was like basically daycare, and they would do really cool stuff with the kids. Oh, cool. So you could go if you wanted to just have some alone time or yeah. just go check some things out. Their kids didn't want to at first. And then they and saw then how cool it was. By the end of it, they were like, Megan, can we go back to Adventure <laughs> Island? Like, okay. I guess. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um Oh, the uh, NCAA tournament was going on while we were on the cruise. Right. I was a little bummed out about not getting to watch the Final Four, yeah. except they have a gigantic screen by the pool. Yeah. And they played the Final Four games. Awesome. So me and my wife got to sit in the hot tub and watch Final Four wow. on this giant screen. So that that's was pretty, pretty cool. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get too seasick when you're in water on top of water. Well, so. I mean, people always. People are always like, I don't want to get seasick, but those boats are so big. Yeah, it's like you're on an island just moving along. This was our second cruise. The yeah. first one we went on was um, for our honeymoon. Yeah. And now I don't get seasick, but I got a little bit queasy a couple times on that one. Right. Because we went in hurricane season. Oh, so, so everything was real choppy we and rough. Out on yeah. open water, like, I mean, it was almost shaking you out of the bed. <laughs> but, like, we heard people talking that were like, man. This is like my 10th cruise, and I have never felt water like that before. So it's not really a common thing most yeah, don't, of the Yeah, don't go in hurricane season, basically. Basically, when the boat starts to take off and yeah. then it starts to come to a stop, you can kind of notice it then, but yeah. beyond that, you're not going to pay attention to it. Yeah. Well, I know we want to try to take a cruise, but sometime in the future, and, and hopefully from your information that you've shared, uh, we'll have a good heads up of what we can do. Well, we're probably not going to Cuba. Uh, we'll not get to do that, I'm guessing. Uh, Who knows what will happen after the next election. So. You ne- yeah, you never know when Trump gets back in office. Um, <laughs> triggered. Um, so <laughs> so I want to thank you for being on again, Zach. Uh, I'm glad you got to be in studio. You got to check out the Teddy Bear Cave uh, and be a part of this. And thank you for sharing your story as, uh, as your trip went and uh, kind of giving us some heads up if we ever get to go to Cuba on a trip. Um, if you guys have something to refute what he was saying to have actual facts and not just our opinions you can find me on nowhere yeah he's not on social media at at all i've been very proud of him never been on social media um so if you need to get in contact with him hit me up at well dad gum pod um on all the platforms of 
uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, if you have something to say to Zach or if you have a question to ask him, I can relay that through and we can get you in contact with it. Um, and, and if you want to just come and, and, and trash everything he said about it and give different facts, uh, let me know. I can get you on the podcast. We'll, we'll do a call in and uh, let, you, let you trash things that Zach had to say. And not for, you know, he doesn't need to be trashed, but if that's your, if that's your feeling in life and you have to do that, Trash just let us life. know. Yeah, I'm always looking for a guest. So, <laughs> again, thanks for being on the episode, Zach. We really appreciate you being in the podcast studio. Um, and like I said, if you guys are out there, remember to go out and rate and review, uh, share from social media if you can, uh, get it out there for other folks to be a part, uh, just so that they can be blessed with the well daggum words that come out of my well daggum mouth. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you want to you want to plug your non-social medias yeah you can find me at nowhere at nowhere.com oh okay and, um, it, that can probably be found on google right yeah okay awesome uh, <laughs> also in real life <laughs> all right so thanks for being on zach and we'll talk to you again next time all right all right buddy thanks for having me all right dude see ya